Hey, thanks for stopping by. This is Free On Board, a podcast by Tridge. You're in the right place if you're looking to stay up to date with the latest food and agricultural news. Now, on to the updates. Hi, and welcome to the first episode of Free On Board, brought to you by Tridge Intelligence and Solutions, where we bring agricultural intelligence to the table. Joining with me today is my co-host, Bia Shim. She's a current global market analyst at Tridge. Thanks for the intro, Jay. Hi. Our bit of the day is on the country of Turkey and the presence of inflation within the country. Though inflation is not unique to Turkey, it has been facing a particular predicament with food prices, especially in relation to food production, with both the record slide of the lira against the USD and a 14.3 decline in the production of cereals. The price of one kilogram of flour has increased by roughly 90% in December 2021. So did they do anything about that? Well, in an attempt to increase the flow of essential commodities by making imports affordable and to stabilize the domestic price inflation, import tariffs on cereals were eliminated through the end of 2022. Some questions to consider today include how are the food supply and price going to stabilize? Will it stabilize at all? Will President Erdogan's import plans work? In light of global inflation, we're starting a series on why are food prices rising with our global engagement managers. We're starting off by investigating Turkey's case. Here's our conversation with Ferhat Erdem, a food sourcing expert and an engagement manager from Turkey who joined us live. Hi, Ferhat. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Hi. Thank you for having me. So, Ferhat, jumping right in, this is what we know about the situation in Turkey. The cause of soaring food prices is largely twofold. Turkey's lira weakening against the USD and Turkey's food production decreasing. Is this right? Yes, that's right. I see. Then to tackle the first part of the cause, can you tell us about the depreciation of the lira and how it affected your life personally? Well, the valuation of Turkish lira affected my life deeply, actually. Living costs increased in almost any field. After all costs were raised, with the intervention of the Turkish government, Turkish lira was valued a little bit, but the increased living cost didn't came back. Government and companies increased the wages of their staff by about 40-50%, which helped a little. It's great how the government and companies increase their wages. Did living expenses also increase in all aspects of life? This might include housing, clothing, healthcare, transportation, phone, and your internet bill? Yes, housing, clothing, education, transportation, communication, and similar costs are all increased. I see. That must have been very difficult for all Turkish residents. And knowing that low food production levels also impacted such soaring prices, can you tell us a little bit about food production levels? How drastic was the decrease? Well, as the raw materials international supply chain started to break at the beginning of 2021, food processors had hard times to reach the required raw materials for their production lines, like uh, fertilizers needed for greenhouses, which are cultivating vegetables, or open field cultivating cereals, which caused additional inflation added to the global inflation. On the other side, some import-dependent products exported much more than usual, and the raw material input will become insufficient. One of the solutions from the Turkish government was lowering the import taxes on the input raw materials, which was 
which has been thought as a support for food processors and reason to lower the prices rise by the stocking market player. You mentioned that the Turkish government lowered import taxes on raw materials. Can you elaborate on how raw materials were impacted by the supply chain and how in turn that impacted food production? Regarding the raw material shortage for the agricultural sector, overseas freight costs increased dramatically and some source countries regulated their exports either by means of volume or tax which caused producers' input costs rise in USD and extra rise in Turkish lira. This made Turkish residents' life harder. For general production, import-dependent sectors are affected negatively and they have had increased their price list. Compared to last year, food prices are much higher and people have started to change the usual shopping places into large local markets like food bazaars. Is there a reason why people have turned to food bazaars in large local markets instead of chain markets? Well, chain markets made a strategic mistake at the beginning of lockdown last year that they increased the prices in a row without any obvious reason. They attracted people's anger and had penalties from the trade ministry. Now shoppers mostly prefer to buy from online sources or from large bazaars. Now they are thinking of how to get trust back. Even people's life comfort has been changed. They are aware of possible price drops when they stop buying a product. I see. Then let's move on to talk about what the Turkish government is doing, especially with recently announcing that they will be eliminating import taxes on cereals. As a former food sourcer, what are your thoughts on this? In the last quarter of 2021, Turkish government declared a temporary change on cereals import custom taxes to 0% and some tax reducing on coffee import from certain countries and regions like European Union free trade union countries, which extended to the end of 2022. As I closely follow the international fertilizer and food market, it's not hard to see the potential increase in prices globally in 2022. Cereals are vital input for most of the processed goods in Turkish agricultural industry. Turkey is one of the leading pasta exporters and locally harvested raw materials like wheat became insufficient for pasta production. These kinds of productive import policy changes would help much for 2022 export demands and for stabilizing the domestic prices. Mm, I see. It sounds like cereal is critical not merely for consumption, but also for the production of processed foods in the agricultural industry. Given your experience of working in the food sourcing industry, in your view, how could a food sourcing expert help alleviate shortages or help increase supply? This is a great question. There are lots of trade opportunities to interfere around us. Monopolies can be shaken. Unreputed small mid-scale suppliers can be shined up. Trends can be accelerated. Customs can be held in terms of tax tracking. As we communicate effectively and clear goals are supported with the allowed bottom-up initiatives, the required time for these kind of projects would be much lesser. On the product specialty, we can promote alternatives, some quality products which are isolated from advertisements and having hard times to reach global markets. That's interesting. Are your former co-workers doing anything? My former co-workers are in import-independent product development projects these days, and they are going well. 
Their goal is to produce goods that won't be affected by the currency manipulations. What are some examples of the alternative same quality products for Huck? Well, for example, uh, a Turkish product, uh, Torku chocolate cream, for example, is a fine alternative to Nutella chocolate cream, which is famous all around the world. Well, it's very exciting to hear that there are alternatives to Nutella. Before we wrap up our call, Ferhat, what are the future projections of the food production and supply in Turkey? I'm quite optimistic and positive about the Turkish marketplace. COVID-19 increased the weak point awareness of market players and provided a new way of thinking. Food production and supply optimization is tightly related with the energy costs and plant nutritions. Turkey discovered some energy sources in Black Sea and Mediterranean Sea and had quite good achievements in terms of energy diversity. In 2022, lockdown like in 2021 is not expected. The One Belt Railroad project between China, Turkey and Europe achieved remarkable progress which shortens the freight costs and durations effectively. And Turkey achieved a quite good penetration to African African countries' marketplaces these days. That was Ferhat Erdem joining us from Turkey. If you want to hear more from our Investigating Rising Food Prices series, follow us on wherever you listen to your podcasts.